Welcome to the Strategic Living Podcast, a program dedicated to helping you achieve personal healing, discover your strategic purpose, and lead with maximum impact. Our goal is to challenge your thinking, expand your vision, and awaken the strategic influencer in you. We're glad you've joined us. Now, here is your next level mentor and coach, and the host of the Strategic Living Podcast, Brian Holmes. Welcome, everyone, to the show today. This is episode number 324. Super excited to have you with us, and we've got lots to talk about. Well, our goal is to connect with your heart, captivate your mind, and help you see the possibilities that are available to you right now. Today, we're talking about the immense power of positive habits and meaningful rituals. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an act, but it is a habit. This is from the great Aristotle. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an act, but it is a habit. Habits, my friends, when formed, over time, they become second nature. They actually drive or govern the behaviors, the directions, the the activities that we do. And it happens without us really thinking about it. They are habits, therefore, we do them without really giving it a lot of thought. We literally behave and we act out based on this formulation of habits and routines. These habits produce results. So when the results you are presently experiencing in your life don't measure up to what you want, or maybe they don't meet the standard of what you believe you are capable of, You must, as the great Rafiki said in Lion King, look closer. What habits are you currently locked into that are actually keeping you from achieving your very best life? That's a question you should ask. Let me say this to you. You do have routines. Oh, yes. Things that you do just perpetually, all the time, you do it without thinking about it, it's second nature. You have routines. So the question is, which ones are adding value to your life? Which ones are moving you forward? And which routines are actually inhibiting your progress, keeping you from the level of success that you're capable of reaching? Maybe the question should be, What meaningful routines are missing in your life? What changes can you make that will ultimately bring about the results you desire, that will bring you into a realization of the potential, of the power, of the benefit that you have inside of you? 
it really is all about habits and rituals and routines. That is what we're going to look at in our feature presentation today, right after this. Here's this week's tools, tips, and recommended resources guaranteed to amplify your leadership and accelerate your personal growth. I will most likely mention these again in the episode today, but I want to give you for our tools, tips, and resources three tools that I use regularly. These really help me to stay on track, to be on point with as it relates to my habits, my rituals, and the things that I want to accomplish in my life. So let me give you these. You've heard about some of these before on the program. You've heard about them maybe somewhere else. But I want to just tell you, these are the three things that I use every single day to stay on point. Number one, Michael Hyatt's Full Focus Planner. This is an exceptional piece of equipment. <laughs> it's essential. Uh, I have used paper planners. I have used Franklin Covey. I've used digital planners. I've used Todoist, Nosby. I've used all kinds of things over the years. And by the way, they're all good. You have to find a planning system that works for you. I have gone back to an analog system. I've gone back to a, a paper planner because Michael happens to have formulated his planner into 12-week increments. Each book is 12 weeks. It's a, it's a three-month, one-quarter of the year planner. And that's, that's how I live my life. I kind of do the 12-week plan thing, the 12-week year thing. If you're not familiar with that, check out the 12-week year book. You got to get that, okay? But the Full Focus Planner has an entire section in the front where you're able to record your annual goals, your 12-week goals, and then it goes into your daily routines, your morning ritual, your work startup ritual, your work closeout ritual, and then your evening ritual. It gives you a, a template in there that you can actually write these things out so that every day you can go to it in that respective time of the day and go through the checklist. I do this, 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 and this. These are the things that I do to form the habits that will move me forward in my life, in my business, in my productivity. And uh, I just love what he's done with the whole front end of his planner. And then, of course, the daily pages keep you on point with your your ta- your key tasks, your top three activities, and all these types of things. If you've not yet seen the Full Focus Planner, just go to fullfocusplanner.com. I'm telling you, it is absolutely worth checking out. The second tool that I use is Evernote. Now, I know you've heard me talk about Evernote, but Evernote is my digital filing cabinet. In fact, my wife and I have gone paperless, not only in our personal life, but in our business Businesses, we have several businesses, several nonprofits that we operate and run, and also a number of for-profit ent- uh, entities that we operate. And all of these now, we everything is in Evernote. You file it, you tag it, you put it in the folder you want it to be in or however you want to do your system. But Evernote is a phenomenal cloud-based filing system. So in Evernote, I have a, a folder that contains my annual goals, my quarterly goals, my, I do my rituals in there via checklist. I create checklists with check boxes, the whole deal, and I'm able to use that on a daily basis as well. So Evernote's a phenomenal tool that you must have if you're going to be focused and really uh, growing in your ability to, to function via habits and rituals. 
Another thing that I found is an app. It's, a, it's an app that I use on my iPhone called the 3030 app. Uh, I'm going to have a show, a link in the show notes to this one, but just you can Google 30 slash 30 app, the 3030 app. Uh, it's in iTunes store, the app store, and all t- places like that. They have the Android version of it. But once you formulate your rituals, especially if they're time sensitive, like my morning rituals are, uh, you can go in and program the 3030 app to actually time you. You push start on your first thing that you have listed there, and it beeps you whenever you're done with that and you're going to the next thing. Phenomenal, neat thing if you're really uh, kind of like OCD about your time in the morning. Okay? Great thing. So Michael Hyatt's Full Focus Planner, Evernote, and the 3030 app. These tools will change your life and absolutely help you leverage your day and your productivity. What is it about us as human beings that we, for example, I know that I need to get rid of some weight. And so we know exactly what to do. We have to increase our calorie burn and decrease our calorie intake. We know that we can't eat fried foods, high complex carbohydrates. We can't do a lot of sugar, if any. Uh, We know the things we're supposed to do. And we know we're supposed to exercise every day and burn some calories, but we tend not to do those things. Why is that? It's interesting because the great book of wisdom, the Bible, has something to say about that. It says that to to the person who knows to do the right thing and they don't do it, to to that person, that's sin. So if you want to know what sin is, it's, it's knowing what to do and not doing it. One of the more interesting things that I've observed about human beings is that we tend to do the same things over and over and over again without thinking about it. This is true in what we eat, how we spend money, how we get up and go to the same office every day hoping that maybe we'll be happy about it one day, (laughs) how we veg in front of the TV for hours in mindless activity and we wonder why we never get ahead in life because, you know, well, isn't it supposed to just happen for me? how we don't invest in our knowledge or our personal growth or our minds, and we wonder why we get passed over for the promotions, how we engage in religious activities because it's the right thing to do, but we're never really healed or never transformed. We never really go on to impact our world as we're called to do, as salt and light, so to speak. But we're doing the religious thing I could go on and on with all kinds of examples today. The life that you desire can be attained, no question. But you must be willing to examine your life honestly and with some integrity. You have to look at your habits, your routines, your behaviors, because it's those things that ultimately are producing the results you presently have. So where do we start? Well, I would start with... What do you want out of life? Have you really thought through, this is what I want my life to look like. This is what I want to be. This is how I want to look. This is the kind of financial status I need to have. Have you looked at all of that? What area of your life do you really want to see changed? Is it maybe your financial standing? 
Well, the question is, what are your present habits and routines as it relates to money? Is it your health? Again, what are your present habits? Are you like so many people and maybe even like me, and you like to raid the refrigerator or the, uh, the pantry at about 11, 12 o'clock in the evening? <laughs> Is it, do you want to grow or change in your learning, in your knowledge, in your acumen to do things, your skill sets? Well, do you have a habit that's adding value to you in those areas? Maybe you want to improve relationships with your wife or with your husband or with your kids or with your coworkers or with your business partners. Well, what are your habits? What are you doing consistently every day over time so that fundamentally that changes? It's really what routines and habits are about. Routines systematically program or reinforce the behaviors and the habits that we desire to form or that we are forming. And then those habits, those behaviors ultimately produce outcomes. So I encourage you, answer the question, what do you want? Once you've answered that question, examine your beliefs, your behaviors, and your habits. If you need to, do a time inventory, do an activity inventory, really get a feel for, okay, I say I'm doing this, but what am I really doing with my life, with my time? What is it that's creating the outcome I'm presently experiencing in this area? Identify what limiting beliefs or habits need to be eliminated and replaced, and then identify what new beliefs or habits you can develop and live out that will ultimately move the needle forward in your life. Commit. Boy, this is a big one. Make a commitment to yourself to do that activity, that habit, every day, every week, for at least 90 days. You say, Brian, I thought it was 21 days. Listen, I'm telling you, if you do something for 90 days, it is locked in. It's permanent. If that habit or that behavior or that task that you're wanting to form as a ritual and as a habit requires a certain amount of time, I'm going to encourage you to block that time on your calendar. Make it non-negotiable. Establish rituals and routines. What can you do to frame these new habits in a way that gives you a really solid, dependable track to run on every single day? Listen, a ritual, don't get freaky-deaky on me here. A ritual is not a spooky word. It's nothing more than an act or a series of acts done for a reason in a particular situation in the same way every time. A routine is just a regular way of doing something in a particular order. That's all it is. Rituals and routines are not weird. When properly structured, these rituals and routines give you a powerful track to run on, especially when you're working to form new habits and new behaviors and, new, and experience new outcomes. You have to have a plan. You have to have a track. As I came into the beginning of this year, I decided to really reset my entire ritual and routine plan. Now, I have routines 
but I, I felt as though they weren't getting me where I needed to go. And quite honestly, I probably wasn't performing those routines as 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 disciplined and as frequently as I should have. But I decided to really go after it and really get serious. And I, man, early part of the year, I got after it. And I set up a morning ritual that looks a little bit like this. I awake every morning around 6 a.m., not later than 6.30 a.m., I head to the kitchen. I drink a large glass of water because it's very important because during the night you really do dehydrate. The next thing is almost, it's next to godliness. It's just, I go straight to the coffee pot because I'm going to brew me a cup of Nespresso coffee, not espresso, Nespresso. Those that know me know that I'm really serious about my Nespresso coffee. I take my cup of coffee and I go to my office and I turn on some instrumental music and very soft, kind of a background thing. And I I just sit there and I I want to immediately allow the spirit in me to connect with a spirit that's in heaven and get I want to get centered with my God. I want to get centered with my creator. I want to I want to get my mind and my heart and my spirit being wrapped around the idea that today is a day that I can do business with my creator. I can do things. I am who he says I am. I can do what he says I can do. And that's my routine every morning. I just take some time to be very still, to be very quiet. I sort of bask in the presence of the one who made me. When I'm done with that segment of time, I usually turn on my TV and I either stream from the internet or I go to a TV program and I watch something that's inspirational, that's building me up. Usually it's something to do with a Bible study or something that's in the Word of God. I always spend time every morning reading my Bible. Normally I do that by audio Bible. I just like to listen to a certain number of verses per day. In one year's time, I can go through the entire Bible, and it only takes me 10 or 15 minutes in the morning to do that. It's very important to my routine. I'm, I'm, it's, 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 listen, you've heard garbage in, garbage out. Well, what if every morning I fill myself up with good things, positive things, encouraging things, things that build me up and cause me to believe? That's my routine. I don't turn on the doggone news every morning. In fact, I don't turn it on any morning. I don't want to hear. You'll pardon me, but I don't want to hear that crap. That's not the stuff I want going into my mind first thing in the morning. I want to immediately connect with my potential, with my created purpose. I want to get busy focusing on who I am and what it is I'm here to do. I spend that time every morning doing that. I spend time in prayer. I talk to God. And he talks back. That's pretty cool, right? And if you've not experienced that, well, I encourage you to explore that a little bit for yourself because I promise you, he, he is pretty awesome when he talks. He, he's pretty laser-specific. He doesn't talk in riddles. Uh, he likes having conversation with his sons and his, his daughters. He really does. All right, now, if that, if that kind of gets you wigged out when I talk about that, just, just hang in there. We'll go to something different in a second. But I'm telling you, this is important for me. These are the things that I must do every morning to get centered and to get right and to get focused on being the person that I know I'm capable of being. Then it's time to exercise. And I must confess to you, I've not been doing a lot of that the first part of this year. I've, I've been a little bit slack in that area. But this is the block of time where I either go walking or I work out or do something that is good for my physical body. Then I get back and I, I jump in the shower. I get dressed for the day. I get prepared for the day. I go back into my home office. I'm still at home now. I go back into my home office and I review my annual goals. I, I look at my goals every day. These are things I want to accomplish this year. 
this 12-week period, I want to get serious about doing these things. These, I've committed to these goals. I review my weekly plan very carefully. I visualize, I see myself really doing well with that. I see myself performing well. I see myself accomplishing the tasks necessary to accomplish that, that weekly plan. I review my big three, the three things I've identified that I must get done that day to get me where I want to be uh, in my goals. And I, again, I see myself achieving those things. I get my stuff together. I pack it in the car. And then I head to my work office. This is my morning ritual. In essence, it's what I do. Then I have a ritual to close to start my work day. You notice I didn't check emails in the morning. I didn't open up the internet in the morning. I get to my office. I plug my laptop into my docking station. I open it up. I open my email client. I, I process my emails one time in the morning. I process them. I make sure there's any, if I need to respond, I respond. If I need to delegate, I delegate it. If I need to delete it, oh, I love deleting. I open up this software called Slack. It's how I communicate with my staff and with my team. And I, I check that to see if there's anything, any messages there that I need to respond to first thing in the morning. Again, I review my daily big three. And I use an app called the Freedom app or the Focus app. I use two different apps, actually, depending on the application that I need. But I, I, I launch one of those, and it blocks all of the non-essential things from my computer. I, it doesn't allow me into email, social media. Uh, most of my websites I don't, I'm not able to get into. Why? For 45 minutes at a time, I focus without any distractions, any interruptions. And I get to work on doing the things that I need to do that day. I have, I have my routine. My workday shutdown ritual. Again, process my email again. Review Slack and close all those out. I review my weekly planner. I look at the progress I've made so far this week. I identify my big three for tomorrow. I determine today what I need to do tomorrow, and I list those out in my planner. I get my whole day scheduled, my, my appointments, everything. I get it all laid out for the next day. I shut down my equipment, I pack it up, and I go home to my family. I have an evening ritual too, and I'll share it with you briefly. No work. I leave my computer in the bag. I review the day with my wife, talk to her a little bit. That's hard sometimes because we have many times we're going different directions. Her business requires her to work at night some. I always do some reading or a listen to a couple of podcasts in the evening just to, again, fill my mind with positive things, good things, things I enjoy listening to. I journal in the evenings. What happened today that was good? What's my positive focus? How can I celebrate my wins the good things that I heard today, did God speak to me today? I, I just journal and make sure I make a note of the things that I'm grateful for. And I get ready for bed. You see, you might be thinking, man, you are over the top OCD. That's crazy to have that much, you know, that many things. Listen, let me tell you what. I'm forcing myself for a season to, to work with these checklists but what I'm actually doing is I'm ingraining these things into my subconscious mind where they become second nature to me. Because here's what I found. In every one of the cases I, I've cited here, my morning ritual, my workday startup ritual, my workday shutdown ritual, and my evening, in every case, I find myself being 5, 10, 20, 30 times more productive, accomplishing more, meaningful stuff 
Why? Because I have laid myself a track to run on. The key here is to make it a ritual or a routine, something that you do over and over again in the same way. Doing this forms patterns of behaviors, which are called habits. And these then, I promise you, my experience the last couple of months has been, these absolutely create powerful outcomes. I am so much more focused, so much more productive, so much more encouraged at the end of every day because I got done what needed to get done. What areas in your life could you apply this ritual and routine and habit practice to? Maybe your diet, your health, maybe your relationship with God, maybe your relationship with your family, evening at home, family time, dinner table, prayer, Maybe it's how you approach your business and work in your business and on your business. Maybe it's your financial stewardship. Maybe maybe you're a writer and you've got to establish some stronger boundaries on these routines and, and these rituals so that you can get more written and more accomplished. What about time with people that you love? These apply in every area. So here again are the things that I want to encourage you to consider doing. Number one, answer the question, what do I want? Number two, examine the beliefs and the habits around that area and look at what am I currently doing repeatedly? What are my current routines and habits as it relates to that goal, to that desire? Identify the limiting beliefs and the limiting habits that you have formed, and let's begin working on eradicating those and replacing them with new beliefs and new habits that will move you toward that goal, toward that that fulfilled desire. Make a commitment to yourself to do those actions, those rituals, those routines every day, every week, without fail for 90 days. And if you need to, block time. Whatever it takes, my friends, there is tremendous power in rituals and routines and meaningful habits, things that are going to move you toward your desires, toward the fulfillment of your God-given purpose. It doesn't happen by accident. It happens because you exercised discipline and you developed the routines that brought you to the outcome you'd always desired. I believe you can. I believe you will. And I encourage you to make the change that needs to be made in your life so that you can experience life to the very fullest. If you're ready to take your life and leadership to another level and are committed to doing whatever necessary to become the influencer God has created you to be, then you are ready for this week's Influencers Challenge. Simple question for you today. What new habits will you form that will change your future? I want you to get a piece of paper out right now. Now, if you're driving, don't do this. You can do it later. But when you are have the opportunity, I'm asking you to get a piece of paper out and write down what are the habits I need to form? What are the rituals I need to form? What are the routines I need to rethink in order to arrive at the destination that in my heart of hearts I truly want to arrive at? Dr. Abdul Kalam said this, you cannot change your future, but you can change your habits. And surely... Your habits will change your future. 
Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Strategic Living Podcast. We trust this program has been a valuable resource and has challenged you to take your life and leadership to the next level. We invite you to join our growing community of strategic influencers by connecting with us at brianholmes.com. As always, if this podcast and our other resources have benefited you, be sure to share them and pass it on. Until next time, may God bless you immensely. And remember, you are created for greatness.